No, I just don't think Jenna Fisher should be wearing an outfit like that. Do you remember that um, there's a movie where uh, Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell team up because Will Ferrell lost all his money? And Get, Hard. Get Hard. Get Hard. I, and saw that, I saw that in theaters. I saw it in theaters, and uh, Allison Brie is wearing garters yes. in that. And Allison Janney's wearing garters Allison in Brie is very attractive. Would well, you... I just said that because I know Rudy likes her a lot. Do you? Is that I, a, I felt like I knew that. Is about that a you. thing I've expressed? How much would I have to pay you to fuck Alice, Alice and Janney? Look it up. You don't know Alice and Janney? I'd pay you two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how much would you have to pay me to fuck Alice and Janney? I mean, she's not like hideous. So she's just bizarre. And the yeah, whole so like uh, she, she a looks, lot. She's just very esoteric looking. So I feel like I I get free pussy and you and you pay me. Dude, she's got that fucking esoteric pussy, baby. Hold your um the mic up a little closer to your face. See, I hate you. Just just fucking do what I say and don't be an ass about it. God. Oh. If you break it down, I mean, all all sport is that. I mean, combat sport is no different. I mean, like, people watch it because they want to see athletes do their thing, but at the end of the day, it's just people beating the shit out of each other, you know? Yeah. But that's what football is. That's what, you know, not, a lot of people watch NASCAR mm-hmm. for the racing, but a lot of people watch it. Like, why do people tune into the Daytona 500 every year? Yeah, the true. big one. Thank God the WWE is still safe from all of that. Is it, though? Yes. Mm. It's just, bro, it's pageantry. Sick. If you think about it, WWE is some of the gayest shit in the world. No, it's pretty cool. It's the American it's version a, of a of a um, kabuki. It's play. a <laughs> Yeah, right? It's a bunch of fruits wearing, wearing, wearing thongs and doing little, queer little skits are you quoting david bowie right now <laughs> what, are you, what are you tristan what's the thing that you're calling lesbian people now fudge packers fudge packers i was trying to remember that yeah, to tell no, a coworker. that's my all, new thing yeah and also i use dyke freely now i don't yeah. care who's in the room i just say dyke now and no one's gotten mad at me well ever since I've, the... I, I've been in the room with many gay people and i've said dyke recently not a word well because they Can think we... you're one of them so you need to say <laughs> Can we start calling gay men um, either muff divers or clam divers? Well, I always liked calling gay men dykes. I always thought that was funny. I always liked clam jammer. And then then you call... Thank you, Rudy. And then you call, you know, of course, lesbians fudge packers. And it's funny because they don't pack fudge. Have you ever met a couple of gay They just eat that pussy. They just eat that pussy. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you again for episode 58. Is it 58? You know, I'm sure everyone's... Everyone who's ever had a podcast has said this, and on have been on radio. I would have thought a long time ago that we would have run out of things to say. Fifty-eight episodes somehow—that's like combined like sixty hours of of content of us just talking. Wait, do you, do you think about that? It's us talking nonstop for sixty hours, and literally, you know, like we put out a new episode, nothing of substance, almost once a week—a show about nothing, yeah, really. And, uh, 
literally ones of people listen to yeah. it. Well, thank, it's insane. Thank God we keep finding things to talk about, whether they're good or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Episode 58 of Welcome to the Welcome to the Tristan Horse. 58. Uh, yeah, this episode's going to be this. Yeah, this this podcast is going to be eligible for AARP pretty soon, right, guys? Is it 62? Sure. Episode 58 of Tristan Horse. We got the OG. OG this Horse Boys. OG Horse Boys. And listen, I always love having Drew, our mic'd audience member, by no means a co-host, and he knows his place. Even though he does everything a co-host does, and I treat him like a co-host, he is the... He's not here. Okay, spoiler alert. The original Horse House Boys... Um, I, I love it when we have more people in here, but it's it's just nice having us three sometimes, yeah. you know? It's just it just it's the old days. Back when there was still, you know, a spring in my step and life in my eyes, and here I am now a husk of who I once was. Episode fifty eight of Welcome to Horse I'm your host Tristan Horse. Episode fifty eight of Welcome to Horse I'm Tristan Horse. I'm joined here with two friends of mine. Who are you? Oh me, oh my! It's Rudy. Stop! <laughs> you, you're overdoing it. You're gonna flanderize yourself, dude. You went from being a multifaceted character to just being the That's oh me, oh my guy. <laughs> I like to rhyme. I like that Rudy's funky. We're spunky. I like my podcast lumpy. Tristan's sick with this. I'm a podcast Mac, but sometimes I get ridiculous. I'll eat up all your boiled peanuts and your licorice. Hey, yo, Chris, come here. Are you ticklish? Look at me. Yeah, I called on Chris. Look at me. I'm silly. It never stopped me from getting busy. I'm a freak. I like quirked out girls with the boom. I once got busy in a horse house bathroom. Uh, rest in peace, Shock G. Hi, this peace. is Steven. Digital Underground. Yeah, a legend. An a absolute great legend. group. I back in like, I think, um, 10th grade i was really into them listening to them a lot of course first thing i heard was the the humpty dance mm-hmm. yes and then that uh for a couple months that's all i listened to was digital underground big fan well i haven't listened to them since probably 10th grade but big fan still um you know With, uh, and, and rest in peace and you know it's it's always talked about when when people talk about shock g but without shock g there's no tupac and without shock g there's no really cool rapper with crazy plastic brown nose yes sir who who has fake nose he, Digital Underground, Humpty Dance, Humpty. It was a it was he, a character played by Shock G, the rapper. And he would wear like a funny brown plastic nose. He wore like Groucho Marx glasses. And yeah, he was like a bit of a nut, like a quirky guy. That's fun. That was back. That's that's like late eighties, right? Like um, no, that was when Humpty appeared, and Humpty kind of took over because like Digital Underground was like a serious, like a serious rap group. They were good. They were really good, and Shock G was a great lyricist. But um, what year? Um, what year were they a band? Were they that phase of like a very clean, fun rap? Yeah, it, it, it I wasn't mean, like you know transitionary. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rape you to death. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna show your asshole up and feed you. Damn me to drive. That's a Wu Tang Clan thing. I don't like Wu Tang Clan because that gives me such bad vibes. Me, I'm, I'm gonna keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding I'm gonna show you. your asshole. Yeah, shit. I can't do it. I just that's that that's like evil demonic rap to me. Um, but they were just like fun. They crazy. came up in they like came Kid up in play. 1987. Paradox. Yeah, Kid and Play. Now, when Kid and Play, when they both die, it's gonna be oh, a bad day. Yeah, one of the Radiohead that. album. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> I was about to say they should tour with Simon and Garfunkel. Both have reunions, and they tour- <laughs> Kid and Play. They open for Simon and Garfunkel. That's rude. Do you know Kid and Play? No. I thought you were talking about the Radiohead House Party. Album. House Party. No. 
guy has the tall Gerald hair from Hey Arnold? No. Really? Drew's a big fan of the House Party movies. We've talked about it a lot before. I don't know oh, I thought they, I thought one of them was dead. One of them had a heart attack. Okay, or I was going to say, yeah, he's I not thought dead. you were talking about the movie Sausage Party. <laughs> I but remember that one music video where Play sees the gyrating booty and he mm-hmm. does this. Yeah, classic. Yeah, he tilts his head to the side like a "Why me worry" sort of face. Mm-hmm. Alfred E. Newman, kind of like our current Secretary of Transportation, one. Peter Pete Buttigieg. You know, the Secretary of Transportation, uh, he's a little different, you see. Secretary um, of Transportation, because they're no, on they the already have too. one of those in the cabinet. It's fucking stupid. Secretary of Transportation, Peter Buttigieg, one Peter Buttigieg, he's a little, he's a little different. You see, now most secretaries of transportation, they have vaginal sex. It's Almost called... like a road going through a, a normal tunnel. It's vaginal sex. Many call it normal sex, straight sex, uh, mentally well sex, and neurologically typical sex. Thanks, <laughs> alert. But but Mayor Pete does things differently. He's always been a bit of a rogue, a bit of a maverick. Pete Buttigieg uh, has sex in his butt. He gets fucked in the ass. Almost like and, entering that road reversing or yeah. entering a reversed road. But gay men will call it a hole or a boy pussy or an bussy. ass pussy or, I don't know, just uh, a shithole. Sussy baka. Uh, but Mayor Pete uses that hole for intercourse, and if he's not on bottom, he uses another man. He uses Chastin's hole as a kind of like a male vagina. So Mayor and Pete, also mouth and ears. Secretary Pete, he does things differently. So as I said last week. Uh, since this is a weekly podcast, uh, and we're doing great so far, but it is every week officially now, yet again. Last week I talked about how Julia Fox, patron saint, mistress of the horse house, Julia Fox, sent me a DM very famously uh, on Twitter. And she said expect something in the mail. And it's from a burner account. No one else knows it. And again, and if you want to follow us on Twitter, that's at duh underscore horse underscore house. Truly it is. So we received, it's a pretty big package. Um, the label just says, an apartment, New York City, uh, to the horse house, nothing else. No, yeah, I'm, no I'm holding it in my hands there. right now. It's pretty big. Yeah, it's big. Uh, it looks like a 24 by 36. And uh, uh, so we're very excited. It, 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 it came in the mail today. I, it's got a note on it. Rudy has to read it. She sent me Why a DM saying Rudy has to read it. Why would she want that for me? I don't know, but there's a note on it. This is fully of me passing it to Rudy. Rudy, here you go. <laughs> you don't have to whisper. <laughs> what does it say? Wait, let me open it. This is fully of me opening it. Rudy, you're doing good. Thank you. Julia so Fox. Julia Fox sent this. Do we want to remind? Say. What does it say? <laughs> what did Julia say to us? <clears throat> Tristan. You make my pussy so fucking wet. 
and you make hmm. shit come out of my ass, which is the butt version of a wet gash. Huh. Urine is just urine, though, if that makes sense. XOXO, Julia. Wow. That, that's one of the sweetest things that's ever been said to me. She didn't mention you or me or idiots. <laughs> Did F. Scott Fitzgerald write that? It was so beautiful. It was almost like, it was like poetry. Awesome. Can I have that, please? No. Tristan, have you, please? Mmm. Please don't use that audio. For oh, anything. that's her handwriting, all right. Yeah. Chicken scratch. I always teased her about it. Back in boarding school. Yeah, now, I thought I, it said juicier. Um, really now, there, there is a... On the back of the package, there is a nail hitch. Is that up or down right now? Uh, it's, it's, down. Down. it's down. Um, Turn it over on the other side. I'm sure it's upside. There you go. It's right side up now. Um, I guess I gave you guys both the honors. If you wanna, I wish you know the the, the desk is separating me, so I can't. Here's Foley of us opening the package. <laughs> All right, ready, Rudy. One, two. From Julia Fox. Oh. Yeah, turn it around. Oh, turn it's it a, around. It's a twenty-four turn by thirty-six. What? Oh no. What is this? Is it for the horse house? What is it? <laughs> what is it? It's uh it's uh a twenty four by thirty six poster of um one of those photos that Julia Fox took uh when she was very pregnant. Rudy is uh, can't keep his eyes off of it right now. I'm looking at what appears to be either a faint red tattoo or a watermark. <laughs> it's a faint red tattoo. Can I see it? I don't know what picture you're talking about. She had a she had this clearly very professionally taken as I could see some of the pixels. <laughs> Whoa. Hello. Well, that's crystal clear. She really <laughs> she she's wearing a black glove that's covering her breasts, but that belly is very wow. visible. Oh, wait a minute. There's a nail right there. Or the Frank Zappa poster you should be put up on the wall, Steven. Oh, I'd love to for you, bud. Yeah, make sure make sure that the nail's actually in the the holster, not on the ridge of the frame. It'll it'll bend the frame. I know these frames well. <sighs> Steven, they're still wrapping. They're still po- uh, no, keep it. postage wrapping. It adds. Steven, can you, uh, Rudy, can you please collect the garbage no. that you made? Yeah, Steven, put that up there. Oh wow. Uh huh. Why are you the way you are? I don't. That's I. I look, he asked Julia. Good you're luck ha- getting in contact you're with her. You're the one hanging it Only up. I know how to get in contact with her. But Drew has to come back to this on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Fox, <laughs> flanked by Frank Zappa and Yukio Mishima. <laughs> Bro, it's a frame. You put it on the wall and slide it down. Yeah, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> I am not. The, the, the nail might be too high. I think that's what it is. I think Steven might be too high. There we go. Put this I'll, I'll, I'll fix it later. Wow, she looks great. She looks absolutely fabulous. Steven. <laughs> Steven had it all set up and then decided to take it off. Because it, it's going to fall. Steven's concerned about the safety of the painting. I don't want to fuck it up. It's a beautiful picture. And, and this is a very high quality photograph I'd like to restate. I'm jealous your face is right next to her pussy. One fewer reason and for also me her to, asshole if you spread her cheeks. For me to not look over at Steven's side of the room whenever we podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much to Miss Julia Fox. If you'd like to send any more gifts, you know where to find us. 
Thank you, Miss Julia Fox. And I'm not I'm not taking any pictures of this to put on the horse house. This uh the horse house Twitter. This is just for the boys. This is just for us. You sure you don't want to take a picture of me like this? <laughs> well, I am gonna have to take a picture of you that for blackmail reasons. But uh yes, thank you so much, Julia and uh, next segment. Just in case you guys don't know, just in case you guys don't follow us on Twitter at at duh underscore horse underscore house, we have a launch cart, a store for merch now. Duh hyphen horse hyphen house dot launch cart dot store. We have very cheap t-shirts. You're not going to find $18 t-shirts anywhere else online for for podcast merch or band merch or whatever merch. 18 bucks. You get yourself a horse house shirt. We have two, count them, two Richard Koch um, items up on there. One sticker, one, one memorial sticker and one memorial t-shirt. And all proceeds that are generated from that item go directly to Mr. Koch. Even though I haven't talked to him in months. As uh, soon as I we can still have his cash. Him. I still have his cash. I'm just going to send him money. Uh, he, he's getting a... A nice $3 check in the mail. <laughs> but uh, So check out the Horse House store. We have a lot of good shit on there. And there's going to be more stuff coming. We have a logo um, a logo shirt coming out soon. Because we don't have just the Horse House logo on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. A couple of people talked to me and said I'd buy that in an instant. Okay. It's going up tonight. There's going to be more stuff. There's going to be some face masks. This and that. And who the knows? world is our oyster. Who and- knows if uh, if you guys like the stuff. Tristan, I mean, he's he's a really gifted artist. He'll make stuff, but who knows? Maybe Rudy and I will design something. Maybe I'll let you guys design something, and I'd like to, yeah. Maybe maybe just a, a very irreverent Snail Zone sticker. Well, I was going to say, we need at least one piece of Snail Zone merchandise up there. So check it out. Duh-horse-house.launchcart.store. Check it out. Pretty cheap shit on there. Uh, and thank you to everyone who's already bought from there. Um, launch cart does take the price that you paid out of my bank account and reimburses me later. Uh, so the horse house army is bankrupting me, but it's okay. Soon I'll get all that money back and it's be like a little mini payday for me. So thank you guys to the horse house army. Thank you so much for buying over $200 worth of merchandise so far. Not bad. And, and as Tristan's kind of said, like, we're just doing it because we thought you guys would like it exactly i'm not doing this to make money i've never done the podcast to make money i've actually spent money i spent 12 dollars a month on the podcast uh i didn't do this to make money uh, the horse house shirts are because people have asked for merch and uh even though i only get a small small fraction from that hey i'll take it i'm not in it for the money i'm a humble man i'm, I'm a man of the people and also there is also a horse house cash app uh Money symbol Tristan Horse. Money symbol Tristan Horse. If you want to make a donation to the Horse House, it goes directly to me. Stephen and Rudy will see none of it since I do spend twelve dollars a month on the podcast. And he never asked for us to correct spend money for it, even though yeah. we volunteered several times. And you guys, <laughs> I buy rock stars occasionally. Occasionally, you buy rock star, and you and Drew always do bring beer. All I think Drew buys that. Uh, I buy some beer. Yeah. I've, br- I've I buy chips before. I buy about forty percent of the beer. Do you? Yeah. All right. Well, that's great. We did segment. We did do uh we did do awful episodes that no one liked when you weren't here. That Chris actively lambasted. I he he really did. He he went kind of yeah. sicko mode on that show. Yeah, Chris has been a little bit off recently. Even I though I made 
Dugaritas. Me, me, me and Chris have been rubbing elbows lately. Yeah, I think, we're best friends. I think maybe Chris has something coming to him. You know, I don't know what it is or when it is, but I think it's coming. We got to talk to Richard Cock about that. Do you want his phone number? I don't have to. Well, um, we were just, I, I mean, we've had conversations before about uh, the History Channel and how, how it used to be actually historical. Has anyone ever noticed that there's not history on the History Channel? I know music on MTV. What's that M stand for? And there's no spikes Monica? on Spike. Monica? <laughs> <laughs> it stands for Mondale, Walter Mondale. Rest may, in may peace rest to the vice peace, president. Yeah. Um, but uh, the nation mourns their fallen vice president. You really and also the vice president who lost every single state when he was running for president. Yeah, every oh. single state went red. <laughs> right next to 1972 with Richard Nixon, I blame, every state was red. I blame Geraldine Ferrero for that one. <laughs> All right, go on. Uh, I saw a little bit of history channel history in my trip to las vegas that you did not care about and i even it's funny because i even you know i went there I specifically the for you quick. keep going <laughs> i Go went on. there specifically for you and i brought you back a yeah boon. we never talked about it we ne- we never talked about how you went to gold and silver pond on the las vegas strip yeah, my friend Raven drove me to mm-hmm. Gold and Silver Pod Shop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is the traffic bad in, in, in Vegas? Um, in some parts, yeah. but uh, there was a lot of foot traffic and car traffic in and around the world-famous Gold and Silver Pod Shop. Open 24 hours. Seven days a week. Um, I think they're only closed on Christmas Day. For Ramadan, they close at 5. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Inshallah, Rick. Inshallah, old man. Um, uh, mm-hmm. If you don't know, Tristan, will you explain? Rudy, 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 you know. Rudy, will you explain how the world-famous gold and silver pawn shop truly became world-famous? There there were men on a show. and It's still on. Yeah, so there's these four fat guys. Please play. There's... We don't invite you. Don't come on. You don't become a featured guest and somewhat co-host of a podcast by not playing. Please play. Why, Rudy's been a co-host since episode one. What are you no, talking about? because sometimes when you get petulant, you say, uh, "This is my podcast. I am the host." Oh, yeah. I don't think Steven's allowed to say that to me though. <laughs> you are no, overstepping your boundaries. I'm, but we come. We come on here to play. Please play. <laughs> Please play with us. Yeah, You're our friend. We play. come to play. Yeah. So there are four. We f- would like to play. So there are four fat dudes in a in a shop. And he's, he's not playing. Tristan, he's not he, playing. He's telling you what I don't the show know is. It. I don't he's, know. he's saying there's four fat dudes. He's don't right, talk about pawn stars like that. They're fat so, asses. No, yeah. it, it's okay so to say. So one of them got a little years. bit thinner. The other one's had like three heart attacks. The other one's a human dildo holder. And Chumley, <laughs> he's dead, asshole. And Ch- okay, he's a dead human dildo holder. <laughs> And Chumley, uh, like, was implicated in some sort of, like, uh, gun smuggling he had or something. Meth and guns in his car. Yeah, so sorry if I called them four <laughs> no fat dudes. I figured calling them four fat dudes was a lot nicer than <laughs> saying they're all retarded criminals. <laughs> I apologize, Shout Steven. out to Tall Man uh, for one time saying, what if Chumley was comely? Yeah, And getting classic. that stuck in my head. That's so classic. anyways, there's these four fat dudes <laughs> in a pawn shop, and they just, me oh man, they they buy up a lot of stuff. You're playing, but in an evil way. How about another pawn shop, Murray? Um, 
Cajun Palm Stars. Remember that show? Hardcore Pawn. Pawn. That's what yeah. it was called. No, Cajun Palm Stars. Was there? It there was, was literally. A, it was on History Channel. Cajun Palm Stars. Oh well, there it was, was on a the show Bayou. on True TV. Oh, that was I know Hardcore Pawn because that was a real pawn shop show, and it was sad. It was depraved. <laughs> was it people like selling their like uh, no, their grandmother's heirlooms? It, it was like... a bunch of like impoverished black people like trying to get money for their daughter's funeral and stuff like selling jewelry. It was it was a sad. It, 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 yeah. it was in Detroit. That's the real. Face it was truly of, True TV nightmare. That's the like real face of Detroit. Pawn shops, Tristan. No, it's true. You get though. all this nice glitzy shit. Let me call in my expert yeah. on 18th century guitars. No, it's true. It's true. Hardcore pawn was sad. I, but sorry, I traveled to Mecca. I saw mm-hmm. the hardcore. I, I saw the the Pawn Stars pawn shop, and I went because Tristan loves this show. <laughs> I love Pawn Stars. Tristan, before he loved American Pickers, before he before he you knew the world as Tristan Horse. Tristan was a boy that loved Pawn Stars. Yep. Still to this day, I love Pawn Stars. And I, I made the pilgrimage for yeah. him. One day, inshallah, we will return. <laughs> we'll go we'll go on pilgrimage together. But I went and I saw I saw Rick Harrison's license. Which is amazing. Because he has to have his you know, T V show aside, scripts aside, he owns and operates that pawn shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it it's it's indescribable. I would have teared up. There were so- it's like Rudy going to the Imagine area of Central Park. Yeah, the Johnny, the, the Johnny Cash, the Johnny Lennon, the Johnny Lennon, the Johnny Lennon Memorial. It, it'd be like me going I've to the Pawn that. Stars pawn shop would be like Rudy going there. Is that the big peace sign? It says Imagine. Yeah, it's in tile mosaic. Yeah, yeah the, the thing that's fascinating is you've been in New York City. Yeah, I know that. With Liz? No, no. There's there were hundreds of people out there. It, they were just there to see the pond. They were outside. Yeah. Why, why weren't they inside? Well, you have to wait in line. Did you, they only did you let... wait in line? Yeah. That's so cool. Imagine being some poor Fuck. fucker that just well, wants I, to like. We only had to wait a little bit because yeah. like a bunch of people came after us. But you were saying he just wants to like sell like his like like you were saying with the true TV version. I'm trying to sell like my grandmother's jewelry to pay for my daughter's funeral. Yeah. There's a line of these fucking pasty assholes that are just like waiting <laughs> to true. get into their fun pawn yep. shop. And it really was like people from the Ozarks that like mm. this was part of their vacation. Yeah, and I mean it was part of my vacation. Mm. But but they're just like we're here to see the pawn stars. Yeah, and and the the parking lot attendants were like, hey, do you want to do you want to do you want to sign for this raffle to like. You can, come, hair. you can come in when they're filming an episode, like filming an episode. Oh, true, because there's extras. To be yeah. extras all the time in the background. Yeah, um, they can't film in the like they can't film when it's actually operating it's because of Nevada, Nevada State law. law. Yeah, but dude, there's there's a whole complex next to it where it's just like Rick's Rock and Roll Barbecue or something. Yeah, Chumley's Candy Store. Yeah, and it's all, awesome. And you can go on a Segway tour. I call it Pawn Star Center. <laughs> you go on Segway tour you, what? Where you pass the pod shop and you go down the road to each expert, like the toy expert <laughs> oh and the gun expert. Oh, they've, really? they've moved them all next to the pawn shop. You can go to the car expert, you can go to the gun expert, and you take you stop off and you get to go through their shit. And then you get to come back and uh, like take pictures with this one of the guys so and at, cool. at the end you pay respects to the old man who was in repose in a glass box <laughs> and the I, hot, I and saw the hot nevada sun i saw a framed picture of the old man from his yep. military service days navy behind days. the counter yeah and it's 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 I miss it's weird because it's 50 percent a pawn shop 25 mm-hmm. percent 
a merch store for Pawn Stars. It has to be, right? Yeah. And I got dressed in a lot of Pawn Stars Hell merch. Hell yeah, he did. Um, well, you know, I went to... This is a, a little aside about merchandise and stuff. When I was in Nashville, I went to Antique Archaeology, the American Picker store. They have two stores, one in Iowa, their flagship store, and one in Nashville. And and I, and I went in there, and it's been on the show and stuff. And of course, in the show, Danielle's at the counter, you know, doing her, you know, doing work. She lives in Argentina, I think, by the way. Really? She flies in, and um, uh, and but you know, it, it looks like a real antique. I store thought she had a splitter time show. between half of her time filming Pickers and half of her time filming NCIS, and half of her time being in my head jerking, uh, rubbing her pussy, but <laughs> jerking her pussy, <laughs> jerking her, jerking her pussy dick, and uh, and I. I, I went there while I was in Nashville. It was about 80% American Pickers merchandise. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some shit. There was a motorcycle for like $10,000. Yeah. There was, you know, some really expensive antiques. But yeah, it becomes sort of just like a merch store after a while. It, it was it was 50% a regular pawn shop with like yeah. jewelry and like old old guitar stuff at 25% merch Mecca yeah, for yeah. the pickers. And then 25% some of the most insane, highly priced, like priceless stuff that clearly was either on the show or is going to be on the show soon. Yeah. Like stuff that I, w- I don't even know. Like that's the meme, right? Rick goes, I got a guy that can price this yeah. out. Well, I don't know how you put a price on some of this. Like, like have a, the whole ass Magna Carta in a box. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, what? Like dude, pieces of the Hindenburg? Like, you said. I said, well, yeah. You can probably find on eBay though pieces of the Hindenburg. No, dude. You, you can find JFK's hair on eBay. There were actual. Can you? There, yeah. There were there supposedly, were, but there were actual pieces of the Hindenburg. That's like cool. framed with like like pieces of the Zeppelin with like that Western pretty, Union deposits that, that fell amazing. out of the wreckage. Is it like the Berlin Wall though, where like everyone has like the little no of it? no like, like I mean it's the Hindenburg. There had to have been a lot of pieces, huge. right? It all it all burnt up. Pretty. It's a matter of scarcity, Stephen. And be- <laughs> they had like a sketch. Nice. They had like early sketch drawings for Guernica. Yeah, see, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like certified s- Picasso sketches. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've had a lot of Picasso planning, on their show before. Planning out arguably his most famous painting. Do you see any of the? Did you see any of the Banksies? No, I didn't see any Banksies. Uh, Rick bought a couple Banks. He bought a couple Banksies. Really? He went to England on the show and bought some Banksies. And I don't. He spent like one point yeah. five million dollars. And about, I don't yeah. know if this was certified. Like, but they claimed to have the ass man license plate. Oh no, no. the I, ass man license plate from Seinfeld. I, I mean, they Stephen, claimed... if, if, if there is a letter of authentic, you know, it, it's real. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which, which Rick's I mean, not going to let any bootleg and, shit. And that's what I figured. This. I mean, no, like this true. is yeah, it's real. It is the most like by oh, definition the most famous. That? It had in thousands. It was only three hundred dollars. Bullshit. That that's why. But but I might have misread. It might have been three thousand. That sounds that a lot. also seems low though. That also seems low. Yeah, three thousand. It's a it's, it's a fake famous. license. Plate, it wasn't certified, but, but they famous. did claim to have the Shroud of Turin. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> um, but but right next to all of that shit, they have the skin of the black man who Kramer called the N word. <laughs> It's a whole skin. It's a whole skin suit. The black guy got called the N word. They sewed Michael back Richards. together. <laughs> they have, but like uh, they they had all of this just like. I don't know how you put a price on it stuff next to, you know, nice jewelry. Yeah. Like, and, 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 and then, um, fucking 
a bunch of t-shirts and you could buy random comic books that chum lee signed for 25 dollars based based they weren't they weren't comic books that chum lee wrote they weren't they had nothing to do he's with the chum comic lee. book he's the comic book guy in the podcast i, I know but he just <laughs> he just said speaking of old books i passed a different i passed an antique store in the middle of the uh what what is the what is the casino where it's like um venice is it the bellagio no it's not the bellagio is it i don't know but i went through and it was closed i couldn't go in mandalay bay i think it's bellagio it was it was it's the luxor yeah it was insane dude like they had priced books in the display case i couldn't go in because it was like 2 a.m and it was closed but they had like first edition copies of john locke Really? really yeah. Cool. What the fuck? In the middle of a fucking casino. That's the thing about Vegas. It's like, like that's what I was trying to say on the pod when I was high on Delta Eight. It's yeah. like, it's like the, it's quintessentially America. You can see a guy taking a shit on the side mm-hmm. of the road, and then you can go in, and there's these, there's, there's just niche antique bookstore next to a bunch of people f- from literally the Ozarks that are just it, butt chugging Michelob Ultra. It's a microcosm of America. Yeah. I can't believe I just thought to ask you this. Did First you... editions of John Locke, and yeah, that's insane, and a signed first and of course i had to laugh a signed first edition copy of fountainhead by ayn rand <laughs> based 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 i can't believe i just thought to ask you this did you go to the heart attack grill <laughs> i passed it why i passed did, it on why did you go in you don't want to get spanked saw, by a cute little no, nurse i saw it dude i saw it and i was just like um raymond and i were having an uh a, we were having uh dinner and drinks on Fremont Street mm-hmm. before we went to the Neon Museum. The Neon Museum is so fucking cool too. Like if you want like real um but we were dining literally directly across the street from the How heart attack. You, you should have walked and Fre- out. And and like in like Fremont they have, they have like, butter milkshakes. Yeah. That's awesome. Basically, the street divides in half. And um I want to say the eastern part of Fremont is really cool. Like in it, like they've got a record store where like you walk in and there's a picture of Brandon Flowers from the Killers like in the store. That's cool. Like Mormon. Uh, yeah. Um and like cool coffee shops and like the oldest standing bar where they used to watch nuclear tests from so they've rebranded it as Atomic Cocktails. That's pretty cool. It, it was really cool in there. Like neat little dive bar. Like really yeah. cool stuff. Real like shit that you think people that live in Los Angeles or Las Vegas would really like. Yeah. Right? W- when was Vegas built then? Early 20th century. How How is there a... They watched atomic bombs? The, the, yeah. the 40s, dude. Manhattan Project was all yeah, in Nevada. But, and, and, but and they, and they there test, were no other buildings in that area and then? They, and they tested... Mid-40s? No, it's not like it's irradiated. It's not like there was a demo house and a test site. But you could site. see like, you shit could from see far away. The shit oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's you can see it hundreds of miles away. Especially in the 50s yeah. when they were testing yeah, like, hydrogen bombs yeah. and shit out in the desert. Did I just make it, make it up or what? Is Crystal Peak near there? Oh, I don't know. That might be from Terminator 3. Oh, uh, Laurel Canyon. <laughs> they've got a... They've got really? a... They've got a fucking uh, bones out there. But uh, the Hills Out of yes, is out there. Um, but, but like, really cool shit. And then you just cross immediately into Fremont, where it's just fucking, like, excess. It's just excess of, like, American mega mall shit and right on the corner where you enter that is the heart attack grill 
and hell it's, yes and it's insane on the outside and the inside there's These a are the giant, ashes of one of my best customers yeah. <laughs> it's got the giant fucking scale that you have to walk <laughs> yeah. on to walk in no that's to get your free meal no if you're over 300 you get a free meal brother, uh, Steven brother was there brother the scale <laughs> is right in front of the doors really like you have to walk on the scale to get in <laughs> i i really enjoy i've talked about it on the podcast before i think i just like how that man uh is like it is part of on the service level like excess vegas shit but the man's just laughing at all the fat people that like to eat big yeah burgers. exactly no he used to be like a he was a cardiovascular surgeon or some shit. Yeah, or at he, least he was a he yeah. was a cardiologist. And, and, and he also had a thing where he was trying to help people lose weight. Yeah. And then he realized people don't want to lose weight. They want to get fat. He had a Joker moment where he just said, if I can't be the best, I'll be black the worst. It, black it, he got totally blackpilled. And like he knows that it's an evil place he's created. But it, it's almost like performance art. That, that's why I look at it. It's performance and, and art. It, 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 no, but that's that's what I was going to say. Yeah. It really is. It's performance like, art. And he knows it. It's, the it's windows, not The windows into the restaurant are completely see-through. <laughs> like, you know most restaurants, the windows are somewhat, like, gla- like yeah, they're, they're like fucking they put, like, zoo. anti-glare on There's it. There's a temper yeah. or yeah. something. The, it, it is the like zoo. a fucking zoo. Good. And I mean that whole, That is honestly, so cool. I could see someone get spanked. I saw, I watched so, someone get paddled. That is so Fuck. cool. And, and I'm just, I'm walking by like, oh, I'm going to go spend 20 bucks on a slot machine. Oh, I'm going to go get. Did like you a, gamble a lot? A little. No. Like I, I, I did. How much the, did you lose? Like a hundred bucks. Whoa. Those are DeSantis dollars. Like, uh, the. <laughs> Steven, I hear you enjoy gambling. <laughs> it is very funny that Drew thinks I'm addicted to gambling, but I've just heard it from many people. But like you know, I did the roulette thing. I bet on black. It won. I put that money in the slot machine. I lost. You know, just like normal shit. But like, get a cartoonishly big beer. Pass the heart attack grill. Pass like people doing the breaking dance where it looks like they're popping their bones out of their socket for right. money. <laughs> um, a guy folding himself into a coffin. A guy taking a shit. 18 Oaxacan children following their <laughs> following their family on vacation. You said this in the last podcast. I know. I, I did. Oaxacan. I, did I say Oaxacan? Yep. I, I remember Oaxacan. But, but it was real. Like, all that shit was real. There were 18 children doing the haka. <laughs> <laughs> Hakas are cringe, even for indigenous peoples. Doing haka for dead professor. <laughs> Bro, haka's soy. Doing the haka for Tristan's Jimmy Johnson beard. I giving Doctor Peterson the a haka salute. Talking about like the History Channel shit. I know we got a little bit farther away from the topic. <laughs> Did. I I just I'm hung up on it. And maybe this is a dumb aside. I think it's super weird that the history those are just History Channel shops. Yeah, like yeah, Pawn really, Star was already a thing, yeah. but I have to assume that the History Channel like gets royalties. Maybe they, not from the regular sales, but from like merch and shit like that. From merch, definitely, and especially like American Pickers because yeah. they were podunk. Mm-hmm. Fuck off, right? True. Like, yeah, yeah. At it, least Pawn Star was was like on the main drag, and it's well, just, well, it's it's a it's a it's a pawn shop. Like when I drove when yeah. we drove to the pawn shop, we drove through the Latinks. Yeah. Uh, some people would call it. Drag. You know, Mary is a word that people don't use enough anymore for, for a gay person calling someone Mary. Tomboy, auntie. Now it's time for the Horse House voicemails. It's 321-323-9521. That's Coco Beach, F-L-A. Florida, 321-323-9521. It's a Horse House voicemails brought to you by Jewel Electronic Cigarettes and Rockstar Energy Drink. Although today I'm drinking a Red Bull. Can you believe it? Kind of strange. $9 a can. Here is... Steve. Hey guys, it's me, Steve. Hi, Steve. It is uh, April twentieth, two thousand twenty-one, four forty p.m. 
still awaiting the verdict of Derek Chavine's Derek Chavine. case from when he, you know, kind of accidentally killed that guy <laughs> by being negligent. Um, I hope the verdict is going to be that um, they find him, um, they, they just say, man, you killed him a little bit there with your, your leg on his neck. I mean, yeah, he had drugs in his system, too, when, you know, maybe it appears to, you know, maybe, I listened to that one witness, he was a MMA instructor, and I just hope he's on Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, Based. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> what did Steve mean by that? <laughs> Here's Steve again. This is um, about two hours later. Hey, guys. I know I'm a little bit late on this, but Derek Chauvin, he's guilty. He's been found guilty on um, all 400 counts of murder. <laughs> and um, I kind of forgot to follow up on it for a little bit because I was watching some Watch Mojo videos. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. But, um, I also found the video of uh, recording um, Derek Chauvin's reaction to it. Um, it was his first time listener um, experience right here, so... Uh, very very good thank you so much steve chris kind of started a bit of a meme with his with his death moan can we go on live in studio yeah we'll get the chris scream here is frank hey guys Uh, it's frank hey frank Uh, hey frank great episode last week Uh, thank you great episode week before that Uh, (laughs) yes i was and it's so good uh, better than I thought I was going to do, mm-hmm. which is uh, cool. We knew you were going to do great. Um, I hope you guys are doing good and having a good episode. Um, not sure what Chris's deal is lately. True. Um, What's going on there, big guy? I think she's mad because God gave him looks and no talent. It's because his girlfriend. And he's a fucking pussy. And fucking Chris, Gabrielle's going to leave you because you're a fucking... You're a bitch. Okay. You know, uh, oh, my, my teeth. Uh, oh, my teeth. Oh, my dick. Oh, I'm gay. <laughs> uh, that's it. Um, so I was just making sure I actually hit um, call. I know I was going to talk to myself. Uh, I hope you guys are having a good episode. Um, hope you guys are doing good without me. I know when I'm, when I'm not on the show that um, no, but the episode was great. Guys are doing good, okay? Hell yeah. Right, see you later. We love you, Frank. Thank you. Thank you, Frank. The California prune is currently sucking off Mr. Mazel. Here's Frank five minutes later. Hey, guys. Uh, it's Frank. Um, I just kind of wanted to apologize for that last voicemail. I know it's having kind of hostile uh, towards you guys. I just, you know, the show is great without me, and it, you know, it was great long before... Mm-hmm. And I didn't want you guys to get the wrong impression. No, we didn't. Um, so keep up the good work. Uh, Chris, watch your back, motherfucker. Right, bye, guys. Chris just can't get a break. <laughs> Everyone's always trying to kill Chris. He keeps reinstigating. Yeah, that's true.
now he's kind of getting Eiffel Towered by the Joker and Mr. Mazel, which is kind of like a metaphor Stop. if you think about it. Eiffel Towered? Yeah. What is that? Two men penetrating uh, either a man or a woman in the middle. So it, it's shaped like a triangle. That's spit roasting. Yeah, but it's also called Eiffel Tower. Are the guys kissing too at the same time? They could. This, it has to connect to the top like a big A. No, it's just like a the, U. The guys have to be making out. Yeah, there we go. Gross. Joker simply doesn't have the height. Oh, I have something for the horse house. <laughs> In segment right there. <laughs> and podcast. Oh, I have something. No, just spam by. We're still recording. Oh, oh shit. I need your reactions. I mean, uh, Chris, I love Chris. Mm. I love Frank. Richard Cock uh, hasn't called in for a while. We do miss him. We're, I'm I'm worried that he donated too much blood plasma. <laughs> or he got like uh you know how they did Bernie Mac. So I just I'm I'm worried about him. But I feel like we really just need to like tone down the animosity. I mean Chris keeps reinstigating though. How do you solve that? I don't know. It has to stop somewhere. It has to stop somehow. What better place than here? What better place than here? Joey Patone bobblehead. <laughs> oh! $3 at the Habitat of Humanity. That's uh, so cool, In dude. case the mics didn't pick that up, Tristan, would you speak uh, into the microphone and say what you <laughs> just brought in? Joey Patone bobblehead. Joey fat one to the fans. There he is. From 2001. Oh, shit. That's Apex. It might sound crazy, but it yeah, ain't no lie. They had Joey Fat One, JC Chazes, or whatever, and Chris Kirkpatrick. No Lance Bass, no Justin Timberlake. I'm sorry, Stephen. What company? <laughs> this was made by Best Buy. Uh, yeah. You have 2001 collectible. First sub. It Don't know what that means. Uh, Best Buy Children Foundation. Stephen, I know what you meant whenever you said, oh shit, that's Apex, but I like to think that you were like a cyberpunk. 2077 NPC. He just went, oh shit, that's Apex, bro. Uh, Describe what you're holding. The certified edition number, which appears below, signifies the limited production of this collector's edition figure of Joey, which has been officially licensed by Star InSync and exclusively distributed by Best Buy during the 2001 calendar year. Name... Joseph Anthony Fatone Jr. Very born Italian. January twenty eighth, nineteen seventy seven. Birthplace Brooklyn, New York. Eyes hazel, hair brown. What's his weight? Fat. That's what his weight is. Fat ass. And this was a limited edition item because it was number sixty two thousand eight hundred forty four made. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Extremely limited. T- yeah, tuck that in the corner of Julie Fox. We'll straighten it out. Joey Fatone Jr. It goes into the side of the frame as Can well. Can you tape it there to the go. middle of her pregnant belly as Hell if she no. is pregnant with him? We can't obstruct that. <laughs> well, because no. that would mean it was Joey Fatone the third. Only, only me and Chris can be in there together. I don't like that. Making out in Julia Fox's <laughs> belly. Eiffel Tower in Julia Fox's <laughs> belly. Well, they, they can't They can't Eiffel Tower because they're both inside it. So it's kind of like an Angkor Wat scenario. I'm fucking a fissure. It's in kind her, of like a Rancor pit scenario. I'm fucking a fissure. All right, next segment. All right, that was a horse house voicemails. Uh, three two one three two three nine five two one. That's Cocoa Beach, F L A R I D A, Florida. We only had two people call in. I'm gonna keep calling people out if they don't call in. Well, I'm surprised Chris didn't call in because there was kind of a big scuffle last week. Yeah. So I'm surprised he didn't I wonder sound why off Chris the comments. Didn't call in. 
I hope what he's you, okay. Where's <laughs> Rachel? I hope he Rachel? and Richard Cock are still Dark okay. Oh. Yeah, whenever for you. Goes, yeah, for you. Chris completes the show. Uh-huh. So 321 323 9521. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida. Tall man, call in next week. Tall dude. Tall dude. He's never been called tall man. Yeah, I call him tall man. That's the second time. I call him tall man. Frank, can you get us some clips of Steven saying tall man if they do exist? Thank Frank, you. get us some clips of uh, Chris being mean spirited. Get us some clips of the album Lord Willen by Clips. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Now it's time for Rudy's viral audio clip of the week. Rudy, what's going on, bitch? Uh, what's going on, you, you big dumb cunt? Rudy's viral audio clip of the week. Rudy, you cum pig. What's going on for your viral audio clip of the week? Uh, this week, uh, we have a, a semi-vintage internet video of an Austrian man uh, being upset about Red Bull. Which makes sense, because out of nowhere, Tristan is drinking a Red Bull, as he's already stated. Which is a little fucked up. Made uh, $30 on the Horse House merch and went Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. sort of kicked the shit out of a Rockstar sponsorship. So that's gone. Uh, we fought Billie Eilish tooth and nail. <laughs> and <laughs> get out from under that pissed one. it all down the fucking drain. I guess you can say I'm a bad guy. I guess you could say Duh. Focus Pocus by Focus. So anyways, here's this very fun man. said the milk is too expensive why should it be expensive the milk is not too expensive one liter of milk costs one euro in the shop and we farmers wouldn't get a hell of a lot 30 years ago we get as much for the milk as today on top of it this cunt is holding a can of red bull in his hand he's holding a red bull in his hand but the milk is too expensive do you know what a red bull costs one single can of Red Bull costs one euro and 39 cent, which is a quarter of a liter. Therefore, one liter of Red Bull comes to 5.56, but the milk is too expensive. And you not even know the ingredients of this beast-colored rainwater. Uh, uh, on the opposite, I know what is inside the milk. In one liter milk, there is one liter milk from the little cow of the meadows eating healthy green grass. But what what? But on the other side, what's it inside the Red Bull? Saccharose, sugar, artificial flavor, artificial color, taurine, magnesium cover. What is all that? Everybody is drinking this fucking bullshit mixed with vodka to get their body started. You can also mix the milk with vodka. It's much better. And, and, and the boss of Red Bull was selling toothpaste tubes 30 years ago and nowadays earning billions of dollars with this piece water. It pisses me tough when I see Red Bull. No, I, I'm angry yourself. And now... Why uh, buy the Red Bull, though? You're giving me more are money. Wings? You, Where you are your wings? Fucking stupid can. Milk is good for you. How much of that is real? I think all of it. Also, a, you know, a dairy farmer would probably pretend not to know this, but drinking milk into your, into adulthood is not good. It is good. There's no reason to drink milk into adulthood. Funny you should mention that, Tristan. A story that Stephen wanted me to tell earlier uh, that I'll tell now. We went to a local coffee shop this morning. I yeah. support small businesses. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah. I mean, Starbucks is all right, but, you know, why 
why go to Starbucks where everything's so predictable whenever you can go to a local coffee shop and order something and get to- something totally different that you don't want? Yeah, so it's something that never tastes the same every time you get yeah. it. Yeah. So this particular coffee shop um, has has a bit of a deli in it. Um, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a it's a Rudy joke. It's a Rudy and Steven joke. Don't put that on me. Uh, it's it's how uh, Robert Smith yeah, would how, say deli. I like to spend time with the deli. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, That's so stupid. Yes. So you boys. Uh, Apparently, the people were a little bit too comfortable with me to the point where this woman working at the deli decided to just be super racist accidentally. Really? She was working with her black coworker. Both seemed to be good friends behind mm-hmm. the counter. The New York Israelite and the black lady who's very nice behind the counter. Oh, I don't see why there's a New York Jew an, working there. I don't see why her being uh, an Israelite's important. She's one of God's chosen. But they had some smart ass New York Jew working there. <laughs> So let them matter too. Um, so they're having a they're having a gay old time behind the counter, uh, and the black woman I caught the tail end of the conversation, uh, but to me sounded apropos of nothing. Said, "Well, I can't digest. I can't do all that milk." They were talking about drinking milk. Yeah. Uh, to which the white woman just replies, "Well, if you got like weaker DNA, then you can't. <laughs> but I can." And these were That's... two. These she were... didn't say that to be racist, though. Yeah, well, they and were. It too... isn't inherently racist. I think it is to say that a person, that, as a white person, to say that a person that is black has weaker DNA. Well, than I'd you. say it's stronger DNA. What an unconventional virality couple of the week, and also crypto corner. Yeah, I wasn't expecting you. We to... covered none of the bases. I assumed you flubbed uh, whatever you said viral audio clip. Oh, did I say viral clip of the week? Yeah, yeah you said it's time for Rudy's viral audio clip of the week. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's why I just played. Oh, well, well, this week, Rudy, yeah. was your viral clip of the week. Thank you. Hey, cool. Sick. Oh, yeah. Right? Did I do it? I don't You did what the clip already. Oh. Can, can we do a crypto corner for Tristan? Um, Bitcoin had a real rough week. Doge is going... Doge alert! Doge is going down hard. Yeah. It was last week. It was at 47 at like 9.45 a.m. on Thursday or Friday. Um a couple days ago, it was at fourteen cents. Yeah. So it down, down. I have, I have many friends who have lost a lot of money. Uh, I yeah. have lost no money on it. Bitcoin had like kind of a rough week. Um, I, mean, I lost money, but no money they actually put in. As my good friend Matt would say, uh, as they say on Wall Street bets, uh, that guy's retarded. To the moon, yeah, now I'm more to the depths of hell. Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin over the past week went from 57.6 to 47.4. Yeah. Um, so 13,000 on 56,000. Yeah. But that's like, normal for Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, just regular downturn. Um, crypt- crypto corners are getting more and more dull as uh, as we start to see the secular. Uh, the secular. The cyclical. The secular artist. Nice. The cyclical nature of the crypto market. Yeah. Right, like shit. Uh, it, hey, uh, crypto corner, it ebbs and flows. Thank you, good. Um, but if you're on Coinbase, uh, they just added some new coins that you can. can you do Doge yet on Coinbase? Um, I don't know if you can. I think it's like a little bit too memey for Coinbase. Um, but anyways, if you have Coinbase, you can um, you can take some quizzes about particular um, uh, cryptocurrencies and be rewarded with that currency's coin. So this week they added new cypher and another one that i can't remember its name uh but i got like three extra bucks in Look those you, cryptocurrencies that are not man. going anywhere 
so you love on, to see it. Get on Coinbase, uh, and then get some shit that no one knows about. Rudy posting his dubs online. True. What? True, Stephen. Um, but yeah, uh, upholds really good too because you can have basic attention tokens there. Everyone just get Brave browser, run a bunch of ads on your computer, and you get free crypto that you can then convert to Bitcoin. We we switched roles today. Rudy, you got a couple of week, and I got a crypto corner, and you have talked the entire time. Oh, is that what you want? It's supposed to be Tristan's crypto corner. Oh no, they're both mine though. Because <laughs> okay, crypto not? corner was already sure. mine, and he willingly gave me the other one. Okay. All right. What do you want, Doge? No, I already talked about Doge. Was that all you had to say about Doge? To the depths of hell? Well, it seems like I kind of enhanced it a little bit then. I guess so. No, it seems you, like a sort of a weak well, segment. Well, you. you seemed actually pretty excited to talk about it. No. Oh, okay. No, I was happy that you were having a good I wanted Rudy's today. game design corner, and you said, no, the people want crypto. <laughs> it's, it's, it was, was that an early no. thing? I was going to say, you never wanted a game no, design No, I never corner. wanted a crypto corner, though. I just started talking about how Bitcoin was on an upswing, and you went, new segment, new segment, and Bobby that, Boris Pickett movie. <laughs> that huge mirror in your home is scribbled with Bitcoin things. Uh, it was for a time, because I don't have a whiteboard. Is it all wiped off now? Uh, yeah, I think it is. You I said you used to stand there for minutes and minutes and just look at it. Yeah, because I was trying to figure it out. It was a, I was doing. It was just like a basic trading bot that I had scripted out, like for the control flow. Okay, he's making a face. He asked. You know, from this, the way your hair is styled right now, it kind of reminds me of Kim Jong Un's. I have to go to the bathroom. That's rude. It's not rude at all. Kim Jong Un. Wait, there you go. Is it better now? It was the way the small way it was parted. Just looked like his. Yeah. I don't want to look like him. If you would have blown on it, it I want to look like, like Il, not Un. No, Un has better hair. Il no. has bad hair. No, Il had cool hair. It was like really? a, wasn't it like kind of like a receding hairline pompadour? I'm kind of into that. <laughs> I don't know. It was. It was uh, I don't know. It, it was like a receding hairline pompadour. I think. Yeah. That's my other MK Ultra trigger word. <laughs> Kim Jong Il. Let's see how hot Kim Jong Il is. <laughs> no, it was too short. It was too short. He had a rounder face than I remember too. He, uh, his son looks way better than he does. If you look at him in profile shots, he doesn't look bad. The profile's really what, <laughs> what rounds out his, his image. In front of him, he just got a little moon pie face. He just want to pinch his cheeks. How about Kim Il-sung? That's fake. Oh, is that the sister? <laughs> That's No, Kim Il-sung was the founder of North Korea. Sun Kill Moon? <laughs> nice. Reverend Moon. Oh, was that is that Grandpappy? Yeah, he founded North Korea. Oh, yeah. He's fun. He's joyous. Except, boy, I wonder where a lot of uh, Looney Tunes and, uh, maybe not Looney Tunes, like a little bit later, like just racist caricatures of uh, oh, yeah. of uh, Asian people in the late 20th century came yeah. from. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it, he looks like a racist character. No, no but here, um, that Hideki Tojo also looks like a racist caricature yeah. of a Japanese person. Well, okay, but here's... And the... all the Japanese people drawn in cartoons around that time were based off of him. In the, in the words of the Oracle from the Matrix, what's really going to cook your noodle... Is do they look like the racist caricatures, or do the racist caricatures look like them? Whoa, Rudy, what the fuck? You ever think, dude? <laughs> this is such shit content, dude. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> I'm glad that we talked about this for ten minutes and arrived at the conclusion that <laughs> racist caricatures are made because people look a certain way. <laughs> I don't have to say anymore. Steven took a leak and he took all of our creativity with him. He left. <laughs> Steven's a psychic vampire. Steven's gone. All right. That's the rest of the podcast. Uh, Have a great night uh, or day whenever you're listening. This is Tristan Horse. Hey, I'm Rudy. Uh, See you guys next week.
paid. Big Betty Oshawa, we had a little band. I met her in a parking lot when I answered a warning. And we played every little juke joint at every single bar. Every little honky tonk you could get to with a car. And it was fire on the mountain. That was her favorite one. But there was nothing that I didn't know. So we played the top 40 radio, even though we didn't really like the song. I was wrong Me and Betty Oshawa We didn't really get along My ego was as big As a roadhouse parking lot And sometimes I'd hear her praying Outside her dressing room For help with the songs She didn't want to do And it was fire on the mountain That was her favorite one But there was nothing that I didn't know So we played the top 40 radio Even though we Sometimes she comes to town She plays the local hall She always leaves her number But I don't return the call And it's fire on the mountain That's still her favorite one And there's still nothing that I don't know She's on the top 40 radio How I love it when I hear them play her song I was wrong 